powerful content podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 15 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Today, I have with me the beautiful Michelle Marks, business coach and all-round kick-ass person to talk all things business growth today. Michelle is a chocoholic, stationary-obsessed business coach and trainer from the seaside town of Mandura in Western Australia. She works closely with service-based businesswomen with a focus on the virtual assistant industry, helping them to achieve more fulfillment, flexibility, and financial stability in their business. A huge welcome to you to the podcast, Michelle. Thank you so much, Mel. I'm so very, very excited to be on your podcast. I was super, super excited uh, back when you announced that you were hosting a podcast. I'm like, oh, I've got to get on this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I'm just, well, I'm excited that you're here and you'll be sharing your amazing wisdom with the listeners today. So thank you so much for being here. Now, something that I think that you've missed out of this bio is um, I happen to know that you're a bit of a multi-passionate woman and you have a bit of a creative side. And you've had an interesting journey to get where you are today. Something involving reptiles at one point, I think, as well. So I would love for you <laughs> to share with the listeners what your path to entrepreneurship has actually looked like for you. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, gosh, that feels like a lifetime ago. Um, so ever since I was little, Ever since I was little, and this may be this may be my parents' influence because they ran their own businesses. But ever since I was a teenager, I've always wanted to run my own show. I always wanted to be my own, you know, be my own boss, run a business. So it's kind of uh, it's been a lifetime addiction for me. But I grew up in country, Western Australia, and I've always absolutely adored animals and wildlife and nature, and you know, when, when you ask me, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was always a vet or a zookeeper or something to do with animals. Yeah. And the very first gig, I should say, freelance gig that I did was uh, as a wildlife and landscape photographer where I would send articles and photos into magazines for them to be published. So I was, you know, working at the same time. So this was like a, a side gig for me. Um, but I really, really loved it. And that was probably my introduction to the world of self-employment. But then when I moved to Queensland when I was 20, um, I started working in a pet shop. And it was really, really excited because um, it was really, really awesome, I should say, because um, I my, my favourite animals in the world are reptiles. 
um crazy think of me me weird whatever (laughs) but that's what um I just absolutely adored snakes and and that all started because when I'd spent so much time in the bush as a teenager my mum would say oh you know be careful with the snakes and watch out for snakes and stuff like that and I and I thought well instead of being scared of them I'll just learn about them so that I understand Mm -hmm. them and the more I learned, the more I loved. I just thought they were just such a fascinating species. And so that just kind of blossomed from there. But, yeah, I had a long career. Um, let's, I think it was about 11 or 12 years working with animals, um, mostly reptiles. In that time, I was, I, I managed a pet store. I was a wildlife educator I was the CEO of a reptile rescue organization and yeah so there was a lot of uh, educating the public on snake safety I was also a snake removalist as well so absolutely loved you know doing doing my own thing so part of that was I was employed and part of that was like self-employment or self-placement I love it I love it so much and I love finding out like people's past and their history and all of these little things that go towards making you the person that you are today and influencing what you do today so that's so cool and I never actually knew about you that you loved reptiles so much I knew that you worked with them but knowing that you love them a whole new level very (laughs) very weird Michelle well there's room for I always say there's room for all of us in this world we can't all hate snakes can we Awesome. Well, I know that there is something that we are on the same wavelength about, and that is life and business in general and the way that we approach um, teaching others and coaching others to approach it as well. So today's discussion, I think, is going to be a really, really interesting one, Um, in particular because we're talking about business growth. So let's basically start with the elephant in the room. Is it even okay if your business isn't growing? Oh, my God, it's totally okay. Business growth, we expect, uh, we, well, first of all, I think we expect too much of ourselves, but we expect that business growth is a linear and consistent thing mm. when it couldn't be further from the truth. So if your business is not actively growing all the time, that's normal. Not only is it okay, but that's completely normal. And you can look at even the most wealthy happy successful entrepreneurs and it wasn't linear growth for them I guarantee you yeah and and that I think is a really important point as well because that really does reflect also our stage in life as well so sometimes you know I talk about um, having time energy and resources available to you and different time energy and resources available at different stages of your life depending on whether you have family to look after depending on whether you decide to have a corporate career or go back to a full-time job all of these things really impact um, the ability that we have to work on our our business and our growth as well so 100% agree that if you're not growing at a particular stage, then that's okay. It's totally okay as long as that's where you want to be. So if our business isn't growing and we want it to grow, where are we going to look or what do we need to do first in terms of finding out what it is that we need to do to get back onto that path of growth again? The very first thing that we need to work on, and it's not even related to business, the very first thing that we have to work on is ourselves, because the one thing that makes business growth the hardest 
is if we are stressed out or burnt mm-hmm. out or struggling with other things in our life. So we first have to look at uh, our own well-being because growth is really, really difficult when we are not at our best. But when we look after ourselves, when we are happy, when we are well mentally, physically, uh, emotionally, then business growth becomes easier because we can we can show up in our business the way we want to show up. We can be for, there for our family the way we want to be there. Uh, so it makes business growth a heck of a lot easier. And something I talk about, and you can find this on my YouTube channel, something I talk about is uh, the solopreneur's growth cycle. Now, I know some people don't like the word solopreneur, but I, I just I use it as a way of explaining mm-hmm. uh, us, yeah. business owners who run our business by ourselves from home yep and that growth cycle goes in a cycle of growth rest prepare so growth if you're in that stage of the cycle then things are changing you you know things are changing things are growing you're reaching your financial goals you know when you're in a stage of growth because it's really easy and it propels you forward. Hmm. But once you have, you cannot sustain that all the time. You cannot, simply cannot sustain that all the time. I mean, even um, businesses that have a marketing team, that have a management team, that have employees doing everything, even they're not growing consistently all the time, even when they have all of that in place. So Hmm. come on, just give give ourselves a rest, okay? So... (laughs) when you have when you go through that growth cycle that growth phase where you've been through a period of change you must rest before you rise you must rest like a loaf of bread okay (laughs) what a great analogy I love that (laughs) so when you've gone through a period of growth when you're in the rest phase it allows you to just kind of decompress it allows you to take care of yourself um renew your energy recharge your batteries but also get used to the new normal from things that changed in the growth in the growth period okay once you've rested and you're feeling like your energy is on the way up again then you can start preparing for your next growth period so in the prepare phase you're still looking after yourself but you're kind of getting all of your ducks in a row like you're planning for things that are upcoming you're streamlining things you're ironing out the wrinkles from your new normal from your last period of growth so it goes in a cycle like that so when when people expect a linear growth like a consistent and ongoing growth it's not embracing that cycle that we have to go through Mm -hmm. and if you can embrace that cycle then you can enjoy your rest time you can enjoy your prepare time and you can also have easy growth and change in your business. Mm, Such brilliant words of wisdom there, Michelle. I think it's very interesting that we've started off on the fact that we need to look after ourselves because I think particularly as as women, we do struggle with that. We struggle with putting ourselves first um, and we struggle with making sure that um, our cup is full before we try and serve others or try and help others as well so to really acknowledge that there is a cycle a growth rest and prepare cycle then we can really kind of embrace the fact that like you said it doesn't have to be go 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 all the time we are we can give ourselves permission to actually stop and to rest and to really think about the next stage and and what's coming next now this 
this kind of cycle that you talked about really sounds like you can really apply it to like a launch cycle as well. I feel like what you were describing is very much about that, you know, getting ready for for the launch, going full on, all in, getting the growth out of the launch. And then if, if you think about it, like if you try to keep going after that short phase and you didn't stop and rest like you suggested, then, oh my goodness, I can't even imagine what that would do to our physical and mental health um, to just constantly try and go, go, go and go. We'd basically be exhausted, right? Um, you can't see me right now, but I am nodding my head like crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. We can, oh my gosh, like going through, going through like a launch or it's like complete change in your business. Like you're, after you launch, after you make those changes, your business is not the same. You can't, you simply can't keep going. It's like when we, you know, we're watching TV shows where there's always action happening and you're like, aren't you people exhausted? (laughs) It's kind of like if we're continually (laughs) trying to grow, it's like that exhausting movie that where things just keep happening, you know? So uh, absolutely, like if you're having a launch or if you're having new services coming in or you're getting a flood of new clients, that's a growth period and you you need to rest after it. Mm -hmm. So if we are feeling exhausted and that is contributing to the fact that our business isn't growing any further, what kind of things can we do to make sure that we get back on track again? First of all, now, this is a buzzword, but it's a buzzword (laughs) for a reason. Self-care always has to be there. Self-care always has to be there. You have to look after yourself. But once things have changed, if things are a little bit crazy, you need to then refine and start refining things in your business. Because remember I said that when things have changed, you've got to get used to your new normal. Hmm. So when you're getting used to a new normal in your business, if your systems can't hack, like if, if it's too demanding, if your systems are too demanding, they need to be streamlined. They need to be automated. If you are needing a team, like you need to start getting your own VA or your own marketing consultant or something in your business to be able to hack that, then you need to start outsourcing and getting help. If your capacity, your own physical capacity, like if you're working too much but not earning enough, then you need to start looking at your pricing, like increasing your pricing so that you're not working yourself to death, just mm. trying to pay your bills. You mm. know? So there's indicators. So what we need to do is after that period of change or period of growth, we need to stop. It's like in the marketing world, what is it they say? Um, test and test and measure. So it's like after a period of growth, we it's like we, we measure it. Okay, how are things going? Does anything need to be changed or streamlined? Are we going to be able to manage this? Is this sustainable? So that's where we go to refine everything, reflect, refine. Reflect and refine was what I was looking for. (laughs) Um, So reflect and refine what needs to be changed. Mm, I love that. Love that. This can be sustainable. And um, I I know that you said that self-care is a buzzword and it probably is. I always used to think that self-care meant I needed to go and spend $200 on a massage or a facial or it needed to be this elaborate indulgence of something that was just me. But now I realize it's the little moments as well that's the self-care. I've, I sit down and have a cup of tea every single morning, despite the chaos that's going on around me. Everyone else can wait. 
the lunches wait, the dog waits to be fed, (laughs) everything waits until I can sit down and just think about the day ahead and have that cup of tea. And to me, that's a really important part of my day. It may not seem like a big deal, but it's something that I do. So I just wanted to reiterate the fact that self-care doesn't have to be this big thing. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because Mm. those little things are things that you look forward to. They are things you can anticipate, you can rely on. Like the other thing we want to talk about as well in terms of self-care is the going back to basics, having really good quality sleep going to bed at a reasonable hour, Um, things like getting exercise, regular sunshine, um, nutritious food, and going back to those basics. Like they are basic, but it's going to set us up for, Mm. it's going to set us up for being able to cope with whatever the day's going to throw at us. Yeah. We we can't ignore that. I mean, we can go for all the massages we want in the world, but (laughs) it's not going to help if we've got terrible sleep. Uh, Now, I'm sorry for all the people who, who anybody who's listening, if you've got newborns or young children that are waking up in the middle of the night, (laughs) you just got to get as best sleep as you can. (laughs) Yeah. And know that you will get there. You will get there one day. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) Okay. So our business isn't growing. Um, And we've kind of put one of the reasons down to is perhaps we're exhausted and we're not following that um, rest and refine type cycle. What else could be stopping us and our business from reaching the potential that it could? One thing I want to talk about is our mindset. Oh, juicy one. Mm, Juicy one. And we could do 50 episodes on this one topic. Mm -hmm. I'll just be brief. As a business owner, we are doing a lot of things that are outside our circle of comfort, our comfort zone. Anything beyond that feels scary. And there's a reason for that is because our brains are trying to hold us back from what is uncertain because the the fear center in our brain, the part that keeps us safe, you know, if we we're out hunting and we see a saber-toothed tiger or something. And, or a snake. Or, 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 okay, apparently mine's broken. <laughs> I see a snake, I go, ooh! <laughs> but that fear, that fear response that, you know, would serve us well if we were out in the wilds and, you know, we were faced with, with an actual threat, you know, mm. it serves us well. Like, that's not safe. Back away, back away, run. But in business... Like we are safe, but we're doing things that are completely uncertain. We, we, they're unknown to us. And our brain is still saying what is uncertain is unsafe. It doesn't matter whether it actually is safe, but our brain says that's uncertain. That means it's unsafe. And the uncertainty that we feel is holding us back more than we realize. So in business growth, if you're finding resistance, or procrastination, lack of motivation, you want to grow your business, but maybe you're unsure about these sort of things, then maybe have a think about what is it that you're uncertain about? What's holding you back? What beliefs are controlling you at the moment? And what sort of tool, what sort of tools can we use in order to uncover those things? Because I think some, sometimes those things can be rather big things like big blocks for some people. Um, so are there any suggestions that besides perhaps employing the help of a coach to kind of walk us through that, is there anything else that we can do? Yeah, 
I'm a big fan of journaling. Now, not everybody is keen on writing things down. Not everybody wants to sit and journal. But even if you can verbal journal, like talk to somebody, talk to a biz buddy about what you're fearing. Even just knowing that other people are going through the same thing is enough to help. But talking it out is uh, is a good way to start working through these sorts of things. But I absolutely journaling. I absolutely love journaling because there is so much encoding happening in our brain when we physically write something on paper. Mm-hmm. We have to write it in a way that explains it. So our while our brain is trying to process that, it's working through things a lot more than it would if we were explaining it to somebody. But I have a, I have a tool and I'll share it with you, Mel. Uh, I'll share it with you so that your people that, that are listening can download that and actually use it. It's a series of questions and it's, it's so simple, but it's a series of questions that if you answer it will help you unlock what's blocking you. Uh, I'll send that to you so that you can pop it in the. In Thank the you. Yes, that I think that that would be a fabulous guide, especially for people like myself who do like to write, but I'm never quite sure where to start. So if you know someone is able to give me some prompts or some questions to actually answer, then I can sit down and kind of like write and have a you know bit of a brain dump of all the things that are going on in the head so that would be an amazing resource thank you so much I'll make sure that I link that into the show notes but I think that this discussion around the beliefs that are holding you back and the uncertainty that is holding you back is a really really big one because there are so many amazing women out there and I know that you've seen them Michelle and I have seen them as well who are just I can't even put it into words they are just the most amazing talented smart women in the world running these fabulous businesses, usually by themselves or with a very small team. And at the same time, trying to harmonize other things in their life, whether it's family, their self-care, other people's needs outside of your own family as well. But yet there is something there that's holding them back. And the minute that that is unlocked, something happens and it's such an amazing thing to watch. And I'm sure that you've seen it so often as well because you coach so many women um, yourself, Michelle, but can you talk to that? Can you talk to the unlocking of the uncertainty and what that holds in terms of possibilities for someone if they find that that's holding them back and they can unlock it? Like a sigh of relief. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like a sigh of relief in more than just you know, their, their, their physical self. It's like when you work through a mindset blocker, sometimes it's like you have even no idea that yes. that was actually blocking you. And when you start working on things, it can go in a completely different tangent, different direction. You can uncover things that still affected you from your childhood, from trauma that you don't even remember. Mm. You know, this is this is this is the power of mindset but when you release it it's like oh I can breathe again and you just you worry about things a lot less than you did prior and the key thing that happens when you do release a mindset block is that your beliefs start to shift mm-hmm. and when you hold a, a certain belief about something Uh, For instance, it could be if you believe that money is the root of all evil, if you're a good person at heart, then you won't want to earn money. 
mm. because you feel like it's evil. Only bad people are wealthy or only or I, sh I shouldn't be earning money for doing what I love. You know, it feels greedy. If that's a block that's holding you back and you can work through that and realise that, oh, I can earn money for doing what I love. I'm not a bad person for it. If you can really unlock that, your actions and your behaviour is going to change. So your behave, your beliefs influence how you behave and how you behave influences what happens in your life and your business. So if you believe that money is the root of all evil, if I earn money, I'm a bad person, then you're going to subconsciously stop yourself from doing anything that would bring money in, like launching a new course. <laughs> Like you might, and it seems silly, but this is how it works. Our mind will hold us back in ways that we, we can't recognize. So procrastination is, you know, we can sit there just playing on, on Instagram or twiddling our thumbs or doodling on our weekly planner or something like that. Like procrastination is an indication that something's blocking you. Mm. Once you release that block, boom, you just start going, going, going. And you're not, you're not blocking you're not blocking yourself based on that belief anymore. So your behavior changes, your actions change. And what happens when um, our behavior changes, we get results. So if you're struggling to grow in your business, just try and un unearth what, what you're uncertain about. What are you afraid of? What are you worried is going to happen? Powerful work, such powerful work. And like you, I have seen so many women make these amazing steps forward in their businesses by simply unlocking something around, you know, that's, that's actually blocking them. So in, in my space, it's usually things around being visible and having the confidence to show up in online for your um, audience as well. So it's a really powerful way to remove <laughs> whatever it is that's stopping your growth and to really uh, step forward. So I love that one as well, Michelle. So just talking about beliefs, and maybe values as well. How can we use these concepts, you know, even things like purpose and vision to help us with our business growth as well? So vision is really, really powerful and clarifying and confidence building. <laughs> vision is in your business is basically where you want to take your business. Where do you want it to go? What do you want it to be at some point in the future? So that could be six months from now, that could be two years from now, it could be 10 years from now. But vision is your idea of what you are creating, what you are shaping in your business. And I know for some people, a lot of business owners that I work with who, who don't know, they don't know where they're taking it. And that's normal. If that's you, there's like there's no shame in that because what we we start our business for certain reasons it could be redundancy it could be um, to be able to have the flexibility to work from home it could be you know for any number of reasons but that will motivate you to start your business but it doesn't help you keep your business going but your the vision that you have for your business can simply be what you want and what you don't want okay so if you're looking for flexibility in your business you don't create a business that ties you to the laptop, that ties you to uh, the phone answering reception all day. It's, mm. So vision, while it sounds scary, is not 
not all that complex. Yeah. About clearly defining what you want your business to be and not to be. And the best thing about vision is letting it guide your decisions. If you're unsure about something, if you're unsure about which way to go, should you be on this platform? Should you create this lead magnet? Should you work with this client? It all comes back to your vision and what does your vision tell you? If you're clear on your vision, you can make decisions based on whether or not it aligns with where you want it to be. So as an example, let's say, uh, do you have many virtual assistants listening to the podcast? I do, yes. I always just immediately revert to that. (laughs) But imagine you're a virtual assistant thinking about all the services that you could offer. Say you were offered a contract doing uh, reception services. But if you wanted to create, wanted to build a business that allows you the flexibility of being home with your kids, of being able to work when you go away on holiday, of uh, being able to automate processes in your business, if that's your vision, then reception is going to be a hard no. (laughs) Because that will tie you to the office at set times. Yeah. And, but imagine if you said yes to it though, Michelle. So imagine if you said yes to that um, reception work and your vision was to have the flexibility, what impact that can actually have on you personally as well. Like you will not have any joy whatsoever doing what you're doing. Central. (laughs) Just because you just don't want to be there. You just don't want to be there. I think that that is an absolutely fantastic example. And I know that for myself, I have had that exact same experience. So for me, my vision is more about a feeling in terms of connectedness and joy and ease and abundance. And I often talk about a photo that I've got on my vision board at the moment of a beautiful scenery uh, photo that I took in Queenstown. And it's was taken looking out over the lake, the mountains and all the beautiful scenery as well. So that is where I'm heading in terms of my vision. So I know that anything that doesn't adhere to that or meet that will not work. All of your decisions need to be made with your vision in mind. And you know what? It gives you more confidence in your decision as well. Hmm. So here's, here's an example now. If I said to you, <laughs> I'm nervous. If I said to you, okay, Mel, I'm your business coach, right? You need to automate, automate, automate. You need to automate your members' welcomes into your Facebook group. You need to automate this. Why don't you just, you know, pre schedule everything and you don't have to show up for your audience and things like that? Like a purely step back, uh, a purely a step back business. You don't even have to be there. You need to automate everything. <laughs> How would you feel about that? I wouldn't like it, Michelle. You know that because I love, I love the connection piece with people. And uh, that is one of my top three values is connection. So yes, I'm a planner in terms of I love to be organized and I love to schedule things. But if you told me that I couldn't show up and record this podcast or do Facebook lives or do any sorts of trainings whatsoever, I'd I'd kind of be a bit sad. Yeah, exactly. And it (laughs) give you the confidence to say, um, no, Michelle, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next coach, please. <laughs> <laughs> next. The thing is, in your, in your business journey, you will have people who will tell you you should be doing this. 
Yeah. You should be doing that. That's a bad choice. But if you're clear on your vision and what you're trying to create, you can have so much more confidence in saying, no, I'm not going to do it that way. Or yes, you can say yes to the right opportunities and no to the wrong one. And it's that that value that you have and your vision is going to be very much walking alongside your values so what you value now is that connection being with people so yes you can streamline some parts of your business but not where connection is involved Mm. because we know it's important for you yep 100 percent oh my goodness I love it so much We have covered a lot in this podcast episode already, Michelle, but I know that you have this amazing resource for all of my listeners as well that really goes through all of the potential speed bumps to business growth that you can come across and you actually give them some suggestions on what they can do about it. So I'm going to link that amazing resource in the show notes. But I also know that you have something coming up in terms of um, amazing masterclass. If my listeners are listening to this episode in real time, talk us through um, what's happening in your masterclasses. Yeah, I've got this really awesome masterclass coming up on I think it's the 28th and 29th of June. I'm holding two free, like two free live sessions. I'm like you, I need, I need the people. <laughs> so I love holding live spaces for yes. people. But it's a it's a masterclass called Pathway to Progress. So I'm not saying here's a cookie cutter strategy, here's your linear growth. You know, it's a pathway to progress, and that's what we want. You know, it's a little bit of progress, but basically uh, at any given point, we'll be in a certain stage in our business. And while every business is unique, there are some key things that you need to be focusing on. So at any given point in your business, while every business is, is unique and different, there are some things depending on your stage of business that you can be working on to best support yourself and your business ready for the next level. So this masterclass, I'm going to be walking you through each stage of a business owner's journey and what they can best focus on to help them reach the next stage. Absolutely perfect. I know so many of my listeners would love to jump on that. So I will make sure that I link that in the show notes as well, Michelle. Okay. One question that I ask all of my guests before we wrap up is, I am all about women owning and using their superpowers. So what would you say is your superpower, Michelle? When you have so many ideas in your brain that there's so many things going on that it just kind of resembles like a bunched up ball of wool just you know, <laughs> stuffed in a pot. But if, if you feel like those are the ideas in your brain, my superpower is being able to take that mun- that munched up ball of wool and untangling it into a plan of action that, that you can take steps towards. Oh my goodness. I love that superpower so much. And it's such a great description because we all get in that state, don't we? We have so many ideas and so many things that we've, um, you know, pulled off the internet or from other people or experts have told us this, that we just don't know where to start. And we kind of get into this overwhelmed state. So that is an awesome superpower. Thank you for sharing that with us, Michelle. Um, Before we leave today, do you have any final parting words of wisdom? No matter what stage of business you're at, Please enjoy where you're at. Enjoy the journey. Yes. My favourite quote is that you should find happiness in the journey, not at the destination. So wherever you are, just think about what you're grateful 
Like, what are you grateful for? What what do you love about where you're at? Because that will help you both enjoy and feel fulfilled with where you are while also having things to work on. Oh, so enjoy your journey. Yeah, such beautiful words of wisdom. I think that we can all really learn to embrace that a lot more as well, instead of always pushing and rushing for the next thing to take that deep breath and really do be grateful for where you are in that journey right now. So thank you so much for sharing that. If anyone needs to or wants to find out more about you, Michelle, and the services you offer, where do you like to hang out? Uh, There are two main places I'll hang out. One of them is on Instagram and you can find, if you search Michelle Marks Business Coach, you should find me. Otherwise, in my Facebook group, which is called Laptops and Lattes, I'm always in there. Uh, so feel free to join and hang out with me and Mel and everybody <laughs> else that's in that group as well. There's such a beautiful bunch of ladies. It is a beautiful group, most definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, so, so much for coming on to the podcast today. I really appreciate it, um, Michelle. And just sharing your wisdom with the listeners. Um, I really, truly appreciate you being here. So thank you. Thank you, Mel. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, Hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, Inspiring Women with Service-Based Businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.